0: Welcome to Star Medicine Podcast, your weekly source for easy-to-apply astrology, energy, and divinatory practice to deepen and expand your being experience. Hosted by intuitive astrologer and Reiki 3 practitioner, Jennifer Edwards.
1: Nice to see you. It's been a very long time. I'm so excited to be back on the airwaves after this six-month hiatus uh, during the dark time of our celestial happenings. The wintertime is always a good time to hibernate. But I'm so happy to to be back here and talking astrology with all of you. Um, Let's start off with where the moon is at today. So we have the moon currently stationed at... Uh, 27 degrees gemini and it's waxing phase we are in the waxing crescent phase and we'll be in the waxing crescent phase until about May 18th depending on when where you are located Uh, this is the time where we're planting seeds and we are uh, creating our intentions and giving our intentions momentum and while we're in this phase it's really good to uh, really feel and be in your intentional body towards your intentions Anyone who's worked with me knows how connected I am with the moon and how I love to connect others with the moon's energy. And during this early cycle right after the new moon, which we experienced on uh, Tuesday, this is a wonderful time to start fresh. Uh, This new moon that we had on Tuesday at 21 degrees Taurus is uh, the beginning. And what I mean by the beginning is that the six-month full moon in Taurus will be a lunar eclipse, and we will start the uh, Taurus-Scorpio axis of eclipse cycles into 2023. So whatever we kind of bring to the table, whatever we kind of dream up and we want to make reality, having the full moon uh, in this cycle be... A lunar eclipse is a very powerful event. There's a lot of energy behind what we push forward and move forward with. So I invite you to use the moon cycles, uh, the wax and crescent cycle that we're currently in to start dreaming up your future reality, to uh, really step into what it feels like, smells like, tastes like. As the moon is in Gemini, Gemini is very much the sign about communication. It's an air sign. There's duality, a part of uh, Gemini. It's an air sign. Like I said, so uh, there's a lot of brain activity. It's it's comprehension as well as um, communication, internal and external. So, you know, really working on your internal dialogue and uh, working on your dialogue with others. Start talking about what you're dreaming about. Uh, The moon is going void this evening and will be moving into its home sign Cancer, which where it will stay until, I believe, Sunday. And uh, this is where we start to use our intuitive body and really kind of get into, uh, more into our intuition and out of our intellect, our intellect, our ego mind, our linear mind, however you want to describe that. Is uh, something that creates resistance and needs to know the hows, the whens, the whys, all the particulars. And um, when we're when we're working with universal energy, when we need to know these things, these logical conclusions or details, we are actually not allowing the universe to take over. We're not allowing the uh, universal energy flow to kind of happen and allow it to present itself because we're so focused so when the moon though the waxing crescent moon is moving into cancer this is a really good time to kind of shelve that work with not being in your head so much especially as we're moving out of chatty gemini and really get into uh, your intuition uh, notice how your stomach feels when you think about something or when someone presents you with information, what your body does, uh, if your hair stands up or um, if you uh, feel really good. Or I know I have a cancer rising and I tend to get psychic intuition when the moon enters cancer, no matter what cycle it's in. So, And for all of us, that is the same way because, uh, A, it's the moon's home sign, but also because cancer is a psychic water sign, all the water signs uh, create a psychic intuition uh for all of us it's easier to tap into uh than say an air sign which is more intellectual so very exciting times happening right now with the with the moon cycle and you know most importantly this everybody it's so funny i've been doing astrology for a really long time um and a lot of people are doing astrology now, which I think is wonderful because it's uh, definitely an untapped resource that people just don't give it the benefit that it deserves. It, it definitely is a useful tool in guiding yourself and understanding what's going on uh, in your life and your emotional body and how you're reacting to things, but also the opportunities and, um, you know the energy being presented to you. You know the best way to utilize that, and uh, I think that's great. Uh, however, the internet always floods with uh, with all of these transits that you know Jupiter, especially now Jupiter enters Pisces. So why is this a big deal? Well, Jupiter spends a year in each sign. So the last time Jupiter was in Pisces uh, was between January 2010 and January 2011. And uh, so it's a 12-year cycle. So it takes uh, Jupiter 12 years to return to the same sign. So, you know, it's a long period of time when we have all of its glory in whatever sign it's in. But do know Jupiter is somewhere in your birth chart and always will be. Uh, blessing somewhere in your birth chart. So the main reason that this is such a big deal is because the historical ruler of Pisces is Jupiter. The modern-day ruler of Pisces is Neptune. So Jupiter is this big gassy planet. Uh, It's full of abundance, uh, expansion. It's the ruler of Sagittarius, uh, and um, you know, is the ruler of Pisces. Some people still consider it. I I consider it a co-ruler with Neptune. And um, Neptune is uh, also a gaseous planet. So. We look at these things and we think of it as being the great anesthetizer, right? So if we were to look at Venus and Venus being the planet of love, beauty, uh, and uh, opulence and um, prosperity, uh, you know, all of the things and, you know, abundance in certain ways, the higher vibration of that is Neptune, okay? So when you're love drunk. Uh, if you can imagine um, being a higher vibration with Neptune, you know you're completely anesthetized with love. Um, if if Venus is love and all those good things, then then Neptune is universal love. It's it's uh, it's that feeling when you leave your body. And um, Pisces is very much about that. Pisces is a sign that it's a water sign. It's a mutable sign. Um, it takes on a lot of energy. Uh, it's a psychic sponge, as a matter of fact. Its a, its power of feeling is very immense, uh, as all the water signs. But because Pisces is the mutable sign, it uh, absorbs more. And also, people who have a lot of planets in Pisces love detachment they don't like to feel pain in the body and the axis of pisces is virgo virgo is connected to the body hair skin teeth and bones your schedules your daily routines and in the 12th house which is ruled by pisces uh, pisces is very much the spiritual body it's secrets it's your um, it's your uh, emotional body it's your subconscious it's your dreams Uh, It's the things that are not seen, Um, but uh, Pisces likes to not feel pain, and that's a part of the human experience, is to, you know, for great love, there's equal amount of uh, loss, and that's where fear comes from, is that. But, you know, in order to be able to experience all of these wonderful things in life, eating, drinking, touching, kissing, you know, all of those wonderful physical things... Uh, we have to be in the body and I, this is something that I think about, but when I'm thinking about, um, when I'm thinking about, you know, being in my human suit and then transitioning, you can think about like the spirits that come back and they just wish they could have one more, you know, drink or one more hug because even though they're in their spirit body, they need to have that physical body to be able to experience that. So it's a give and take. So here we are with Jupiter moving into uh, Pisces. It's now in Pisces now. It'll be in Pisces uh, this round um, between May 13th and July 28th uh, because, uh, because Jupiter does retrograde once a year and will retrograde until uh, October 18th. So essentially uh Jupiter is moving into Pisces and then we'll start the retrograde on June twentieth and then we'll move we'll move back out of Pisces back into um Aquarius and then uh when it goes direct we'll work its way uh back through Aquarius and then finally um enter into into uh Pisces again on, um, October 18th. So, uh, pardon me on December 20th. So this will be, um, then we'll be looking at the entire year, but there will also be another retrograde. So that's how Jupiter kind of works. It, it moves fairly quickly and then it retrogrades back into the sign and then it goes forward again and then it moves forward. So Jupiter, planet of luck, abundance, expansion, um, when we have it visiting Pisces we're really looking at making our dreams become a reality. Uh, the down the so we always work with a shadow side and a light side and we always want to try to follow the road in between. Um, but the shadow side of this is becoming diluted in your dreams um, becoming diluted in grandeur um, but uh, the energy that we can work with here is being able to kind of dream things into existence. Being able to um, make things into reality, having the opportunity shows show up that will help us fulfill our purpose. Now, in astrology, uh, not only not only do we look at where the planet is and the sign that it's in, because that shows the vibrations of both entities working together, producing uh, this energy that's coming for us for us to use, but we also want to look at our birth chart and we want to look at uh, what house this is occurring in and the house system uh, moves one through 12 for new astrologers out there and for seasoned astrologers who already know this when we have Jupiter moving through the houses, the houses each represent something, the way that the energy expresses itself in a very basic way. So the first house is the house of self. Uh, the second house, I mean, it, there's more to that. But briefly, the first house is the house of self. The second house is the house of prosperity, self-worth. um, earned income and so on and so forth. And so wherever we find this energy, these, this is the way that it's going to incarnate into your life. The, this is how the energy is going to express itself. So let's talk about the signs. So, uh, Aries, you're going to be experiencing Jupiter in Pisces and this will be in your 12th house, uh, the 12th house of, and, and of course, Pisces is ownership of your 12th house. The and the natural owner of the 12th house. Um, so this would be a wonderful time to work on subconscious, uh, connecting with spirituality, um, working with um, any kind of cycles or patterns that you're working through, uh, uh, releasing, addiction, releasing addictions and cycles. Um, when we talk about addictions, they are generally rooted in the subconscious. There is a fear based of, around not having something, um, which, which tends to... Um, create an issue for us or a panic for us to use again. So this is a wonderful time to work through psychological issues um and and mental issues. This is a wonderful time to see a therapist, Aries, uh, to work on those things. It's also a wonderful time to work with your uh meditation, connection with spirit, psychic abilities working with the dream journal, working with dream magic, um, setting intentions before you go to bed and asking to dream about certain things and seeing what symbols come through in the symbolization. This is a wonderful time for you, Aries, to work with that. Um, Taurus, we have Jupiter transiting through your 11th house. The 11th house to me is very, very magical. The 11th house to me is not only friendships and social contacts, but it's also hopes and wishes house. And so for me, that's your manifestation house. So it's really bringing things into reality. And so when we have Jupiter moving through Pisces, we're really dreaming up our reality, Taurus. And so you really have the ability to um, through centeredness and authenticity to be able to really bring things to life that are centered around your sole purpose, um, bringing you to the next right place and being able to instantaneously do this when you work with this energy properly. So good on you, Taurus. Gemini, we have this located in your 10th house. So this is a way to expand your career, uh, the 10th house rules, career, fame, status. And so this is a really uh, a profound way to be seen even if you don't have um if, if if you don't have gemini rising but you have this in your 10th house i'm a cancer rising and uh my mc starts at 7 degrees pisces um as i'm talking about the houses pay attention to the houses and not so much the signs, but I'm going to go through the signs. So Gemini, um, tenth house this means expansion in your career. Anything goes, this is a wonderful time to launch things, to try new ideas or that um that uh that Hail Mary pass. Uh, Being the golden child in your career, changing careers, uh, finally doing something that that fulfills your soul, lights your purpose, and receiving prosperity from that. Um, That's where a lot of people are scared uh, to do things that they absolutely love because they place monetary value on that. And what they don't understand is that when you are doing your passion, when you're working passionate work, something that you're fully uh, immersed in, excuse me, the uh y- you are rewarded financially you are always supported and so um there's a fear of of well okay if if i want to be an artist uh how can i make uh 60 grand a year being an artist so i can leave my telemarketing job at 60 grand a year that's it's that that's fear based thinking so um you know being able to fully jump into something without having to put a monetary value on it having it be successful sooner rather than later being able to see instant results Cancer, we have this moving through your ninth house of spirituality, foreign travel, foreign language, law, um, being the teacher, higher education, um, uh, theology, philosophy. This is like a deep inner study. So, being able to expand your world around you is really how this is working. Sagittarius is the is the um, ruler of the ninth house, um, but um, in in a in a Cancer rising chart, it is it is uh, Pisces. So jupiter's very much at home here knows what it's doing uh you know wanderlust definitely fulfilling you you know dreaming of faraway places um, this is also a time where if you work with chakras the earth Star chakra starts to activate we get called back to ancestral places we get called back to um, we get called to be somewhere um, This is also talking about stepping into your role as a teacher if you are someone who um, is moving in that direction it's about biting the bullet and actually putting yourself out there. As for higher education, um, really answering your higher calling, um, throwing all. Doubts to the wind and moving in that direction, whatever lights you up, whatever expands your heart and law. If you find that, um, you know, you, you will if you show up in authenticity and honesty, um, you definitely will have uh, the law behind you. If you're in court looking at custody issues, um, dealing with um, any anything in the in the court system, having fair and balance, fair and balanced trial. Uh, Is this this will be a good time for you to uh, to move forward in those areas? Uh, Leo, this will be in your eighth house of sex death um, physical and metaphysical um, spiritual transmutation sex death taxes uh, inheritances other people's money windfalls loans debt um, uh, Financial merging with your partner um, taboo, um, being seen, the full raw you, um, intimacy, spiritual intimacy, emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy. I, I look at this as a it's a very psychic soulmate house and um, a place where you can truly be seen by a partner. And um, when we have uh, Jupiter moving through here, we're talking uh, the world is your oyster financially as far as I'm concerned. So if you're looking to uh, get a massive loan to buy a house, or you're looking to pay off debt, uh, this is a great time. You'll see money coming in and applying this to debt will get you in a good place, especially if, you know, through this whole, whole COVID experience, you've had to put a lot on credit cards. This will be a really good time to get things sorted and situated as uh, Jupiter moves through this area. This is also a good time for windfall. So if it were me and I had Jupiter moving through my eighth house, then I would I would probably buy, you know, a lottery ticket here and there just because I love Lady Luck and she's on my side when Jupiter is located there. It's also a wonderful time to expand your um, knowledge of divination. So, you know, um, learning how to use a pendulum, learning how to use tarot cards, if that's something that calls to you. Um, Really starting to... Work with mediumship, uh, psychic abilities. Um, there is uh, an extra awareness that's added with Jupiter moving to this area, especially with Pisces there, because Pisces is such a watery sign. The veils are very thin to begin with in the eighth house, but then when we add Pisces there, they're very very thin. Um, Virgo, we have Pisces. We, we have uh, Jupiter moving through your seventh house of relationships. So this would be your serious relationships, business partnerships. Um, also your Known enemies, so open enemies. So, you know, think catty co-workers. So this might be a good time to be able to uh, smooth things out, attract a partner into your life. There's definitely energy there for that, having a partner show up. Ladies, I will say that Jupiter in a woman's birth chart, uh, birth chart and transit chart are two completely different things, but uh, Jupiter in a birth chart is uh, the uh, signifier of, of the husband. So whenever we have a Jupiter transit through the seventh house, Virgo um if you're a woman uh this could bring someone of uh, massive significance into your life especially if you're single um or perhaps you're dating someone and this could become more serious because we see things transition when we have Jupiter moving through here also Jupiter brings a lot of healing energy to relationships especially ones that have been stressed and strained um Libra, we have uh, Jupiter moving through your sixth house of health, hair, skin, teeth, and bones, service to others, your workplace, where you work, um, not so much your career, but where you show up. Um small animals and uh, your routines, uh, you know, uh, what you schedule. Uh, this is very much about um, how much you're giving away of yourself. Um, finding, uh, this is a wonderful time to get checkups. This is a wonderful time to get health procedures done while Jupiter is direct in this area. Um, you know, this is a basic energy. You also want to look what else is going on in your chart too and seek uh, medical advice, professional medical advice as I am not a doctor. Um, but, you know, this is a wonderful way to look at your routine, revamp your routine, make time for yourself. Um, make sure you schedule time for yourself and everything else around you gets scheduled around your personal time uh, rather than the other way around. Um, you may be inviting small animals into your home. Um, this is also the house of the healer. So you may be called to um, start, you know, doing a Reiki class or access bars or some kind of healing modality that you're being Call to. This is about great expansion in this area. So um, this could be a way to utilize your natural gifts and uh, give service to others, which is what the sixth house represents. Scorpio, this is going to be in your fifth house of new love, um, fun love, sex, uh, fun sex, uh, childlike joy children, children you already have, uh, pregnancy, creation, this is the house of the artist, the house of the muse. Um, this is for performers, musicians, actors, actresses, um, Leo. Uh, naturally rules this house so um when we have jupiter moving through here it's not going to be hard for you to find a suitor it's not going to be hard for you to be super creative to tap into your inner muse um to be able to just kind of let things flow through you uh this is a wonderful uh, for for musicians uh songwriters um this is a wonderful time for creating music um and allowing it to uh, expand to ears much farther than you ever thought that, that it would reach um So allowing yourself to be heard, to to perform um, over the uh, next year until 2022, um, as soon as we uh, move forward in October 28th to December 2022, we have a little back and forth, but that's pretty much what we're looking at for uh, Pisces after, um, after July 28th. So this is an excellent time, especially if you're looking to add to your family, if you're looking to add to – if you want to create children, adopt, um, surrogacy, any of those things um, would fall wonderfully there. And also inviting childlike play. We all know the source of creation is through being in the vortex and getting into the vortex is finding childlike joy without judgment of yourself or others and just getting there, laughing so hard. You're in tears crying and enjoying yourself without a care in the world, that that is the place of creation. And so um, really finding your inner child over the next year uh, will be very fruitful for you, Scorpio. Sagittarius, we have this rolling through your fourth house of home. Home, family, the mother, your ancestors, um, your home inside of you, what makes you feel at home inside your body. Um, the IC, the coli that starts the fourth house is the seed of the soul. It's um, are one of the most intimate places for our internal body. And uh, even though the first house is representative of maybe how you appear to the world, um, your looks, etc. your IC, uh, I believe, is your DNA. So it's what you bring in from ancestors. So working with you know, ancestral wounds, ancestral patterns, working with your relationship with your mother, working with your relationship with your family, adding to your family, having people move in. Maybe you are um, having, you know, receiving roommates, buying a house, getting a bigger space, you know, Jupiter's expansion, um, but also taking your relationships to the next level. Taking your relationships to a place where you are moving in and cohabitating. Um, Or, you know, finally being able to move into your own space, being in the past being restricted by roommates and now being able to move into your own place where you have room. This is how this could uh, play out for you, Sagittarius. Um, Capricorn, this is landing in your third house of communication. The third house of communication is if if the ninth house, which is a three and nine, are in an axis. if the ninth house is foreign travel, foreign communication, uh, expansive, uh, wide reach. Then the third house is your community. Okay, it's short distance travel. It's your vehicle. It's um it's communication. It's uh, verbal communication, written communication, internal communication, how you speak to yourself, external communication, how you express yourself, in what ways is, is it emotionally driven. All of those things and, and, and how you're comprehended by other people. So um, this is a wonderful time for writers. This is a wonderful time for people who are uh, wanting to do a podcast. This is a wonderful time to launch any kind of communication. Uh, if you have a blog that you really wanted to launch, this would be a wonderful time. Uh, you know, I can't stress enough, you know, working with retrograde energy, as we know, retrograde energy um, tends to uh, restrict things especially with Jupiter if Jupiter's moving forward and it's the great expander when it's going back even though it's still a lucky planet it doesn't really bring bad luck it just isn't quite as powerful as it is when it is direct so launching those projects before June 20th Uh, would be fruitful for you. Um, also, you know, uh, finally communicating things, uh, you know, communication is hard for a lot of people and if Capricorn, if it's hard for you, this might be a good time for you to be able to heal some wounds. You know, the third house also rules siblings. So this is, you know, reaching out, creating stronger bonds with your siblings as well. Um, Aquarius, we're going to find Jupiter rolling through your second house, which is earned income. It is self-worth. It is uh, prosperity. And your self-worth is directly tied to your earned income and your prosperity. So what you feel you deserve uh, is what you'll actually receive. So with Jupiter rolling through here, this would be a wonderful time to, if you really like what you're doing for work and you have a boss to, you know, uh, ask for a raise, chances are you're going to get it. Um, ask for, you know, any kind of, any kind of um, notice to be seen for the worth that you do, you know, make it known that you are worth more than what you are receiving and you shall receive you know to truly believe that too on a level to work with that energy that self-worth energy um will change everything for you this is also for people who want to be entrepreneurs um this is a wonderful time to launch a business especially if it's heart-centered meaning uh you know if it's something that you're absolutely passionate about um you know, uh, whether you're starting a studio space because you're passionate about music or, you know, you are starting a shop or an online shop, uh, if if this is something that is sole purposeful and you'll know what the difference is, um, then this will definitely be supported. But Jupiter just rolling through here anyway means, um, means extra income, and that's just how it works. So this is going to be an exciting time for you, Aquarius, but I do see probably, I do see... Um, some sort of uh, internet launch business for most Aquarians out there, or people have a lot of Aquarian energy. Um, there's a lot of income coming in from that realm. And then finally, Pisces, of course, this is going to be in your first house of self, So you're the golden child for the next year or so. Um, depending on where, you know, Pisces is in your chart, And what you have for planets in Pisces, of course, Uh, you know, Pisces is the great expander. So if it's going through your first house, you have Pisces rising and it's going through your first house, um, you can expect to be seen, uh, be noticed for sure. Um, Also, uh, being overindulgent, right, because Jupiter loves its, uh, Jupiter loves its spreads. So, uh, know that, um, you know, eat, drink and be merry, but kind of pay attention because usually when Jupiter's rolling through the first house, we tend to put on a little bit of weight, but it's happy weight. It's, uh, you know, going out with lots of friends. It's, um, it's trying all the things, it's uh, experimenting, it's it's just a wonderful time to be alive, Pisces, for you. And the last time uh, you experienced this was, you know, back in uh, January of 2010. So it's been a long time coming, and I'm really glad that all of the Pisces sun signs will feel a little extra boost um coming through their sign one of the things you want to pay attention to with jupiter is you want to make sure you don't take it too far because it is the sign that that loves it's like i said it's spread so it loves to uh, it loves its decadence it, it really loves to try new things and so we don't want to overdo it we don't want to have uh an abundance hangover so to speak um it's kind of being in balance between too much and lack right so allowing the the gifts to come in without abusing the gifts and also when jupiter retrogrades which it will for four months um this is when we really look at gratitude and uh we pay it forward so during the period of june 20th through october 18th wherever Jupiter is retrograding in your chart, look at the house and pay gratitude to um, the energy that's coming from that house. Meaning if uh, Jupiter is retrograding your fourth house, uh, you know, pay, pay um, gratitude to your mom, to your family, to your lineage, Uh, pay gratitude to your housemates, to your house, do some love and care to your house. Right. Um, You know, whatever we receive in abundance should share it right so it's about sharing the gifts that we're receiving and that's how we truly honor the gifts that we receive and that's how kind of how we create reciprocity so this is a very exciting time for uh, us to have the uh, great benefactor to be moving through uh, its uh, historical home sign Pisces I do see we have some callers so I'm going to I'm gonna to attempt to take my first call in six months and see if I can do this right. Let's see. Hi, caller. How are you? I'm doing
2: well. How are you?
1: I'm good. Who am I speaking with? This is Regina. What can I do for you today, Regina?
2: Um, I just want to see um what is coming up for me, like, in 30 days or 60 days? Anything that I need to look out for? Sure.
1: Um, let me go. Ahead. Do you have your birth information, Regina?
2: Yes, I do. When's your birthday? January
1: 8, 1979. Hold on for one second. 1979. Okay. And what time were you born? 8, 18 a.m. Okay. And then where were you born? Dublin, Georgia. Dublin, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Is that where you are now?
2: Dublin, Georgia, but not in Dublin.
1: So you have a Capricorn rising. Let's go ahead and look mm-hmm. at your chart really really quick here. All right. So you want to know what's going on for the next thirty days? Well. Yes. Yeah. So you have a late Capricorn rising and you have Aquarius in the first house. So you have experienced Jupiter this year moving through your first house. So, um, you know, kind of been maybe perhaps a lucky year, depending on how you look at it. Uh, As for the moon cycle, we are moving into eclipse season. Okay, so... Um, We're moving into the last Gemini eclipse for the next nine years, which will be happening as a solar eclipse on June 10th. And um, we will be starting off the the eclipse cycle with the Sagittarius um, lunar eclipse at five degrees Sagittarius on the 26th of May. And for you, that lands in your 10th house. So this would be a lot of career stuff. Um, are you thinking about changing careers? Has this been something that's been on your mind at all? Or have you been fantasizing about doing something different?
2: Well, I, um, I've i been in the company that I'm in for like two years. And they just finally moved me from contracting to full-time employment. Oh, yeah, full-time employment. But however, mm-hmm. I do not care for the department that I'm in. <laughs> Um, I know. No. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I know. Well, that so you really have so, but to are you like, are, but are you also thinking about moving too or are you uh, did you get an offer at that that but it, it requires you to relocate? No. Mm-mm. Okay. It's like so continue, I'm sorry. I work from home.
2: I work from home.
1: Cause it started
2: off. You work from years. home
1: now with the with, with the the job mm-hmm. that you the the um oh promotion that you just received, would this require you to have to leave the home and go into the office?
2: I hope not. (laughs) Because I do not want to fight that traffic. So, well, so. here's, the, th- I here, here's the thing.
1: It, 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 it looks like mm-hmm. you're going to have some changes uh, within your home. So if you're not looking to move, uh, the 10th the house is an access to the 4th house. So when we have a lunar eclipse, that means that the sun is opposing the moon. So we have okay. two houses lit up. So we have your 10th house lit up during this uh, lunar eclipse, and we have your 4th house lit up during this lunar eclipse. So this is mm-hmm. creating change between the work and the home. So um this could mean that you know you're finally going back to the office it could be it could mean that uh your job wants you to relocate it could be that you make changes within your office another way that this could also show up is that there's changes in the structure the way that you are promoted whoever i mean is it because is it because who's heading the department is that what the issue is um, if-
2: I mean, it could be that, but I think it's just, it's no, like, if, even, even if I put in two or three years in that department, it's no way to go up. So I it's like, okay, yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to obtain other skills so I can move it in another department. Of course, make more money, of course. Um, but I just feel like I want something that I feel a little challenged. Like, Give me a yeah. little bit more responsibility, but it's not, like, mundane.
1: Well, the, the this is what I see for, like, the next six months for you where the energy is located. Um, okay. It, without getting without without getting too deep. But what I want to be able huh. to express is that during the Gemini-Sagittarius eclipse cycle, uh, this lunar eclipse is happening on May 26th. We want to look back to what was going on uh, on December 14th of 2020 because that's where the solar eclipse in Sagittarius was. And whatever was going on then, whatever was beginning then, you're going to see the energy show up here. So um, what does that mean? Uh, You know, kind of think about what was going on around that time. If you were sweeping something under the rug, um, it will also show up around this time for you to finally sort it out. Um, This eclipse cycle um, is related to the same energy that was going on uh, during the eclipses of 2000 to 2002, so you want to mm-hmm. look at, Absolutely. and I know you, I know you're thinking, oh well, that's impossible. How can I go back in time? Just throw on a playlist of all the songs that were popular between 2000 and 2002, and go for a drive or clean your house and and just pay attention to what comes in, okay? Uh, Memories, stuff okay. like that. But we we repeat cycles during um during eclipses. Either we're graduating okay. from one cycle to another which is the purpose, or mm-hmm. we are repeating lessons. Um, maybe right. the, the, intuitive, the intuitive hit that I'm getting is, is that maybe you had the opportunity to, to go back to school back then and you decided not to, not to waste the time and just, just go for whatever was right in front of you. Um, I do believe that over the next six months, we just had a new moon in Taurus on Tuesday. And uh, mm-hmm. that new moon uh, is connected to its full moon in six months. Um, which will be in November. And that uh, full moon in Taurus is actually a lunar eclipse. So anything started now, any, any, um, any desires uh, brought to light manifestations that you are working on now are going to bear fruit quickly. So um, (laughs) reflect on what's been coming in over the last week, what you really want to do, what would you really want to go back to school for? And, and, Take finances out of the picture, okay? Because whatever mm-hmm. you do from a heart-centered place, whatever you do where, you, where, where you've been working for three hours, but it's only felt like a half an hour because you're in so much joy doing it, when you find that right. and that's what you're doing, you, the, you, you always receive abundance. So make sure that you make your decisions based around what makes you feel good, what makes mm-hmm. you feel alive. Rather than I'm going to do accounting because that's going to make me feel secure and, you know, I'm going to make a good paycheck and whatever, Um, because that's not going to fill your soul, unless you're a numbers Mm -hmm. person, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So over the next – but I feel like um, you really came to some – did some family stuff show up over the last week because this – New Moon was really close to your IC, your M.M. coli. So this is like fourth mm-hmm. house of home. Do you have stuff going on at your house or within your family or with oh, your mom? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, it's mostly with yeah, my Yeah, what, what happened?
1: Uh-huh. Um, just with, um, she's a high, well, she's
2: a teenager, and it's just, you know, I understand the 15-year-old kind of phase. I understand that. But it's just like I can't get her to get out of this funk. That she's been in ever since COVID hit, and just you know, it's like she wants to play the victim and everything. And I'm like, and she's thinking about stuff that happened to her years ago. And I'm like, no, oh, so now that's bothering too. I was like, wait a minute, and it's it, and it's bringing on unnecessary stress to my life. Um, but I'm trying to help her, but she I, like she does not want the help. So I'm having issues. When's your with when's your her. daughter's
1: birthday? June second, oh four. June second,
2: oh
1: Mm-hmm. June, you said June and second. I, so, I don't so, so she's gonna be
2: on track to graduate, either.
1: Well, you know, her son's located in your fourth house, so this is like stepping into your role as the mom, putting on your mom pants, and you don't really love it, um, and getting her to do something, right? I mean, you have a lot of earth yeah, energy in your chart. You know, you have exactly. a Capricorn sun. Your Capricorn sun is conjunct uh, your natal Mars, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of energy here, um, you know, what I mean by that, it, and it's in your 12th house, so basically what that means is that, you know, you bury stuff until you can, it boils over, right, you explode, and so it's really, it, with with fixed energy, because also your moon is, is in Taurus, your natal moon, so, um, you know, you... As you've, as you've graduated and gotten, gotten older, you've evolved emotionally. But, um, you know, seeing one way between A and B has always been something that um, has caused you to kind of not look beyond the blinders. And so uh, maybe taking a different approach with her, um, because you're very much a realist without looking at her chart, knowing that she's a Gemini. She's very much mm-hmm. lost in her, in her, in her mind and her thoughts. Um, there's also oh, yeah. uh, Venus just entered Gemini. Venus entered Gemini, Mercury entered Gemini. The Moon is getting ready to leave Gemini right now, so there's a lot of Gemini energy, and the North Node is there too. So, she's really going through a reflective phase. But um, I, you know, I uh, commend you for being uh, putting on your mom boots, you know, and saying, hey, you know, if you want to get, if you want to get out of this process, you got to graduate from high school, right? Um, and that's mm-hmm. some hard stuff coming in. So I feel like. Um, that energy has sort of, uh, I, I can see how it would disrupt your energy as well. But I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with the eclipse cycles moving into Taurus and Scorpio until 2023, I see you looking at higher education, um, uh, maybe perhaps for both you and your daughter who knows, um, and also, uh, a potential career change. So I feel like that is what's going to be happening over the next six months, uh, We'll have Jupiter moving into your second house. Um, uh, Actually, Jupiter will be 100% in your second house in 2022. So know that whatever you choose, abundance is coming in. Um, okay. And you're coming into your, you're coming into a place where, you know, Chiron return. One of the, your natal Chiron is located in your third house of communication. So, you know, uh, the way that you communicate has always been a bone of contention with you. Um, you know, not when you say something kind of being ridiculed for it, does that make sense? Is that something that's been a theme throughout Mm -hmm. your life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So really being able to stand in your power and allow your voice to be heard. Um, I mean, Without, I mean, without getting into a deeper reading, uh, when we talk about natal chiron, natal chiron is our is our uh, deepest wound. And so for the next 45 to 50 years that it takes for chiron to come back to the natal point to return to your natal spot, um, we, mm-hmm. spend, we spend trying to heal this wound so we can heal others. And so um, your natal chiron is activated right now. And so you being able to express your voice without feeling guilt about it without feeling mm-hmm. shame about it and without being ridiculed around it. So, uh, you know, working on your voice, working on what you truly want to do, all of these steps in this waxing moon cycle up until the lunar eclipse on May 26th is really going to propel you in the career issues and the home issues that um that you're experiencing now. Is that helpful?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is definitely helpful. Okay. Um, D- did really that answer your be question? Better, uh, yes. Yes, it it is, because, I mean, the main thing was really uh, my daughter Um, and, you know, the issues that she's having. I'm I'm trying so hard to get her the mood, like get out of this stuck energy, because it seemed like the more stuck she's there, the more she's drawing in that energy of what was me, you know, depression, negativity, She's bringing that in, and I'm trying to motivate her to start, you know, change her mindset. Like, you can get out of this if you really want to. And so she just, I don't know. Like, sometimes she has a good day, and sometimes she doesn't. And, like, she knows she's not doing well in school. It's just like, uh -uh. uh-uh. She have all these other physical ailments, like the headache and the stomach ache and the it's just like all that stuff is so manifesting strict.
1: from her. It, yeah, all, um, all that stuff is manifesting internally from from fear. There's some sort of fear. Yes, uh, either either, either fear of of, of, be, of rejection, fear of uh, mm-hmm. fear of failure. Um, there's so mm-hmm. many. There's so many ways that that this can manifest itself. Um, yes, I, exactly. you know, after I, after I get off the call with you, uh, I was going to, I, you know, I, I might as well do it while you're on here. So pardon, pardon me, but um, I just opened up a community called Moon Lodge. It's located on Patreon. Okay. It is, uh, it's $13 a month and it has daily live on Facebook. We have our own private Facebook community and we have daily practice and it's spiritual practice. It's working with your chart. It's uh, yoga and movement. It is uh, herbal Mm -hmm. medicine, plant medicine in a very easy, digestible way. It's working through the emotions that you're in and also trying to manifest things into your life that you want to bring in. So, um, you know, listening to her, listening to what's going on with her, I would love to get my hands on her um, either through a one-on-one, but I'm booked out, I believe until September, but I would still love to see her one-on-one. But in the meantime, and for all you callers right. out there, um, the Moon Lodge on Patreon, it's, uh, it's um, www.patreon.com forward slash Moon Lodge. It's also in my show notes. Um, that gets you access to all of these helpful tools for a very affordable energy exchange. So that might be helpful. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have, I have a lot of Gemini energy, and I wish that I could work one-on-one with her to kind of really get to the root of the problem. So I hope I hope yeah. the, I hope some of the clarity that I brought in is helpful, but I do believe that by you um, clearing out the chaos and moving forward in a way that uh, that feels uh, soulful and beneficial to you on many levels is going to be um, an excellent uh, thing for her to see her mom do. Right? It's going to be, um, yeah. you know, you're mm-hmm. you're her role model. So, so if you look stuck, I'm not blaming it on you. But if you look stuck, right, then then a child will mm-hmm. look stuck. So the best right. thing you can do is is do is do what you need to do, and then you know, kind of put your arm around her, but you know, allow her to <laughs> uh, hopefully get get on track. You know, does and that, and
2: like with does the that career, make sense? The, yeah, it does. And I just want to say with the career thing, maybe. It could be a shift in, like, a, a, a me moving somewhere. You know, it don't have to. It could be in the same company, but a move in another department, and and that's fine. You know, um, just to mm-hmm. to see myself elevate to another level. And 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 also, yeah. I thought about doing um, higher education, getting some um, certifications yeah. through uh, what they have there as well so yeah you're definitely right Yeah, on if on it
1: that. interests you yeah, and if, about if about. it interests you and it lights you up i okay. i i 100 guide you toward it for sure the and the energy is okay. there in your chart for that as well absolutely okay yep yep you well it's so great to, to chat so with much. you i hope you have a great, great chat, day and too. uh and, and enjoy yourself you this too. weekend okay yeah bye-bye hi caller thanks for holding who am i speaking with
0: hi Yeah, my name is Bryn. I'm calling from New York City. Hi, how are you? uh, Okay, not too bad. I think I'm going through some transition phase in my life. Uh, So my birthday is July 3rd. Hold on for one second.
1: Let me let me get to let me get to uh, the place where I can add it. Okay. All right. So Bryn, can you spell your name for
0: me? Yeah, B-R-Y-N. Perfect. And your birthday? It's July 3rd, 1956. Uh Hold
1: on for 1 second. Don't go too yeah. fast. Yeah.
0: 1956.
1: Okay, and um the hour?
0: 7:10 p.m.
1: Okay. And where were you born?
0: Uh Bridgeport, Connecticut. All right. So, so uh yeah I just wanna see what's going on in my chart now, and maybe something that's yeah sure going forward or whatever yeah
1: absolutely but this this text this tests my spelling abilities. oh, you have a sad rising boy, you've had a lot you've had a this eclipse cycle's been pretty personal for you um let's go and look at your chart here. How is the weather where you are in New York? Are you in northern New York? Are you in the city?
0: Yeah, New York City. It's warm today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. It's been a long time since I've been to the city. I miss it. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at your chart here. So you have a late degree uh, Sagittarius rising, at actually, at 24 degrees. Um, your Cancer sun is located in your seventh house, and you have a Taurus moon. funny. Last caller had a Taurus moon as well. Um, interesting about your chart is that uh, the galactic center of the universe which is where we kind of receive our flashes of brilliance that come in Uh, it's a constantly moving point but it moves very very slowly Um, the galactic center of the universe is now located at 27 degrees Sagittarius but when you were born it was at 26 degrees so to have your ascendant so close to uh, the galactic center means that um, you truly pick up on a lot of information and I believe that You know, looking at where your natal Mercury is located and your natal Uranus is located, which is a higher vibration of Mercury, and looking at where your moon is located, that you really rationalize any of the spiritual intuitive stuff that comes in. And probably over the course of your life, you've gotten better at that. Um, but know that, like, your guideposts, like, your ability to be able to receive information as crazy as it, as it sounds at the time mm-hmm. um, really means something. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you have your natal Mercury located in Gemini. Uh, it's conjunct Venus. You have a wonderful way with words. Um, your Venus is retrograde. So, um Probably uh, late development with words also uh, in matters of the heart, you know, maybe really exploring who you're with before you make a decision. That kind of stuff that usually is what happens with uh, Venus retrograde being a late bloomer. Um, But when you have Mercury in an air sign and it's in its home sign of Gemini, I mean, it's a master communicator, right? But it's a very it's from a very logical place because it's an air sign. So you know when we're getting when we're getting um, information from a higher place. Let me ask you a question. When you're thinking, do you hear your own voice or do you see pictures or both?
0: Well, I I, I do some psychic work and mediumship work, so I I get images. Um, I I sometimes hear something. I sometimes smell something. Um, mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. So those kind of things when yeah. when you're it's
1: when true. you're thinking of something like 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 you know when you're writing out a grocery list
0: yeah. do you
1: have do you have your do you have an internal voice that's that reads it to you or do you have um, uh, do you see pictures
0: maybe sometimes that happens i'm not sure i have to be aware of it i'm not quite sure
1: yeah well it's I it's probably. interesting because i just learned recently that um that not everybody has an internal voice <laughs> that they have oh, pictures okay. too yeah, yeah, which yeah. is something fascinating for me. But um wow. so, you know, with you having Mercury located in Gemini, you know, you're very fast moving mind. Um yeah. you also have Mercury located in the seventh house. Um, you also have your son located in the seventh house. Are you married?
0: No, I'm single, but you know, I'd like to get Do you really want partner. to be
1: married? Like you really love being in a partnership.
0: I, I would like to I feel like. like you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I, well, you know, having a cancer son in the seventh house is very much wanting to be in a partnership. Plus, you have Mars rolling through your seventh house now. I mean, this is a really hard okay. time for you to have Mars in your seventh house, you oh, know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, things are starting to open up. So hopefully, you know, being able being able to get out and meet people. Um, if you have yeah. anyone who wants to introduce friends to friends or whatever, take, th- take them sure. up on it because this is a wonderful time for that. Um, okay. As for the eclipse cycle, let's talk about what's the energy that's coming up. So we we just had a uh, new moon uh, in in Taurus on uh, on Tuesday, okay, and that was at twenty one degrees. So that was okay. in your fifth house of love, new love, creativity, childlike play, childlike joy. Um, I would not be surprised uh, the energy around you being able to find new love right now is pretty high. So, you know, getting out there, I don't know what it looks like in New York. I'm in Maine, you know, two completely different yeah. places, obviously. Right. Um, but, you know, if if what you are looking for is wondering about love for yourself, this is an opportune time for you. Um, this, I don't know if you heard me talking to the to uh, Regina, but yeah. this time right now, uh, this new moon cycle, the new moon is connected to um, the first lunar eclipse in Taurus of the Taurus Scorpio cycle uh, in November. So whatever we Uh, put into action now is connected to a lunar eclipse. So it's powerful change. It's manifestation on a high level. Okay. And when we're working with the, when we're working with the moon cycle, the waxing moon cycle, we're uh, stepping into intention work. So, um, you know, having a, like three intentions and and really focusing on uh, meditating into what what would that smell like, taste like, be like, you know, being in receiving mode. I've already received this. How would it feel? Um, That will help move things along faster in this moon cycle. Now on May 26th, we're going to have the uh, lunar eclipse in Sagittarius at five degrees. That lunar eclipse is connected to the solar eclipse in Sagittarius on December 14th. of 2020 so look back to what was going on then to be coming up now um and for you that would be five that's your north node what are you supposed to be doing that you're supposed to be stepping out into the spiritual teacher have you been feeling that lately
0: well yeah i've been doing doing more readings i i I do want to teach eventually uh i think i'm behind behind in that Uh, you know i think i'm i'm kind of like behind in years about that but but i I've what's
1: holding you doing, what's holding you back from teaching
0: i'm just trying to figure out what do i teach <laughs> i can't figure out what to. well teach.
1: i'll be honest with you with with your rising sign located where it is i mean really talking about the things that you've learned in your lifetime you are you have sage wisdom my friend yeah okay what I think what's really holding you back is, is is the fact that that you need to have like this degree and that degree and what if someone where's your where's your chiron here oh, let me see oh it's in the second house uh, yeah being insecure of um of self worth and earned income and stuff like that so you know. Um, overcompensating you don't need to have all these degrees or read all these books or be this sage yeah. person when you have when you have the ascendant that close to um the galactic center of the universe you have this wisdom that nobody else has that's why people come to you uh so, for readings for for healing for advice for friendship um because of your yeah. because of your insight and and that is to, really what the world needs at this moment
0: i'm trying to develop a distance healing I, I, but, you know, I, I, I want to develop that because I've done foot reflexology for years and I, I'm i sort of certified in Reiki, but I haven't done much with it. But now I, I feel like I want to, um, you know, learn about distance healing since we're in the kind of COVID time where you can't do much in person. So, um, you know, I, I, that, that's something I want to learn and maybe develop a new type of healing, you know, healing modality or whatever Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, and I can can see the energy behind that. What you want to do is look back to – I have two minutes left.
0: Sure. I have two
1: minutes left um, on on the show, so I'm going to wrap this up fairly quickly, so I apologize. Um okay. so so what i would pay attention to what was going on back between 2000 and 2002 because that's the energy that's returning the eclipses uh bring the same cycles back around every 19 years um this okay. is going to be hitting your 6 and 12 so this is your house of healing being the healer stepping into the role as the healer but also you stepping into the role as being the great teacher even though the ninth house is the teaching teaching house the 12th house is the house of the guru so really you know take yourself conscious stuff and move it aside and open yourself up and realize that you are standing up on a platform and doing what your soul's purpose is asking you to do whenever we're fearful that means you have to run towards it especially in your purpose was that helpful
0: yeah yeah, very helpful You're, you're really wonderful yeah Reader.
1: Oh, thank you, thank thanks you so much. It was yeah. so wonderful to talk to you, Bryn. I love I love that yeah. name too.
0: So, um, okay, hopefully yeah. I'll
1: talk to you again. Enjoy your weekend, okay?
0: Yeah, take take care. Thank you so much for your your uh, knowledge welcome. and wisdom on that. Yeah, take care.
1: Oh yeah, you're welcome. Good luck. All right, so we have done our first broadcast. I have 21 seconds left. I just want to let you all know that you can reach me at starmedicinepodcast at outlook.com. You can also reach me on my Patreon page at the Moon Lodge where we have Circle for $13 a month. And you can also reach me for readings at uh, thankgoddess.org. It was wonderful spending time with you.